Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mundus. <laughs> I turned 40 last year in lockdown. Good age, love being 40. I'm 40, single, no children, officially of no fixed address. Complete autonomy. Total fucking independence. <laughs> Which means anytime you can't see me, I'm probably doing something despicable. If you make it to my age with no one around to witness your behaviour on a daily basis, you either master the art of self-discipline or run a severe risk of turning into a real piece of shit behind closed doors. Hello? It's Megan. Megan who? The one with all the awesome stuff for you. What kind of stuff? <laughs> Coffee, pussy and juice? Cigarettes? Next door, honey. Next door. <laughs> I sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Yes, the garden hose. Of course, yes, we drank from it. You see, in our times, we weren't actually permitted in the household because that's where the grown-ups lived. And we, of course, were children. We lived in this feral world called the outside. Many children today don't understand how this outside works. Most have never actually seen it except for to go to the car and back into the house. But it is a magical place, yes, but it is a hot place as well. And we would have to experience that of drinking from the water hose. You see, and the younglings, the younger of us all, they were not the wise ones. They would stand there first waiting, so thirsty for the delicious nectar from this hose. But this hose was a viper. For that first taste was hot, hotter than the sun, and it would spit directly in their face. The wisest of us all would wait back until the water became cooled, and then we would take our drink. But of course, you are correct, we did have to do this. They were tougher times indeed. Do you have a problem with shutting the fuck up and minding your fucking business? Well, come on down and see me where you can get a free ass whooping, and I'm talking free. Free 99. Fly finger discount, meaning all five of my fingers balled up and through your fucking teeth. Everybody here paid good money to hear this little dragon and his friends <laughs> do their thing. So please let them do their thing without talking. But the show is bad. You are more than welcome to leave. But who? You are more than welcome to leave. We just... You are more than welcome to leave. You understand? Okay, I'm sorry for the interruption, Kramer. It's a pretty frog. Yeah, well, please continue. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Joe C. Not Steph. Thank you all so very much for listening to the Fubar Show, and a special thanks to you, foods who subscribe, rate, review, and share the pod with your fellow foods. Remember to pick up some swag at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And follow F-O-O-Barshow on our socials, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, Steph? That's right. Uh, Steph, I'm pretty excited for today's show. You want to know why? Why? Because we're actually doing one. 
Oh, we shit. Didn't, we didn't do one last week. <laughs> uh, we got, uh, would you say, what would you say? We just got comfortable after the Super Bowl, right? Uh, had a few drinks. Um, what did we eat? Um, I believe we ate some wangs and thangs. <laughs> so we ate wangs? Wangs. Wangs. I don't remember this. I ate a wang. <laughs> <laughs> Walked right into yeah, that one. Well, I was there. Um, no, it was uh, it was it was cool, man. It was cool watching, um, knowing that all our friends who because we have a few friends that root for the Eagles. Um, it's like we wish we could have been a fly on the wall. We have a lot of one friend. We have Richie too. Oh shit, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah, he he's a huge Eagles fan for no reason. And again, it, I think it's part of the SoCal tradition of us not, at least in the LA area, not for many years, not having a football team and having to fill that void, you know, still loving football and, and following the NFL. You had kind of had to pick a team. You just pick one. Yeah. And uh, that they, was not the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, and I guess because people felt betrayed from the Rams moving to to St. Louis, they weren't going to do that, right? Yeah. Oh man, when the Rams came back, oh my Rams are back! Yeah, the Rams are back, man. Rams are back. They won a Super Bowl and everything. It wasn't just the Rams came back; it was my Rams are back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not those mm-hmm. those dirty St. Louis Rams. No. Yeah, they Get they smell funny. You away from me. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but yeah, we um, th- this one goes out to our buddies, Richie and Josh, uh, about your, uh, your, your eagles. Perhaps this foghorn will answer your question. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, better luck next year, I suppose. I mean, it's been a couple of years since they recently won a Super Bowl. So it's been like five years. Five right? years. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when we were back at the old house. Yeah. That giant Super Bowl party. And uh, there were it- tears. Just Josh. It was just Josh who broke into tears when they won. It was, um, I mean, I was happy for the guy, but he kind of ruined the moment by starting to cry. <laughs> he was in the middle of the living room. He, was, he took over the living room. You know, I, I didn't know, uh, Steph, uh, I could probably look into this, but apparently they're making fitted uh, fitted uh, football jerseys now. He, I think he was wearing one the other day in the video that he made. Oh. Yeah. It was like really on him. It's like a lady's cut. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wherever you got that done, Josh, just let us know. I'm, I'm interested in getting a fitted football jersey. From TeePublic.com. <laughs> no, that was just a really, really low brow fat joke. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Oh, okay. I, hey. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Uh, well, shit. Um, let's see. What have we been doing the last few episodes? You, you're, you've been introducing us, I guess this is a new thing, to a new word or phrase. Right. Last time it was dinks. The time before that was something stupid. Sleuthing? <laughs> sure. What do you got today? You know, honestly, I could not find one. What the fuck? That was, it was like super lame. Uh-huh. I, don't know, I fucking don't know. We'll skip it for the week. Yeah, apparently, it's Pisces season, and I just... There's just dumb shit about you horoscopes. Were, you weren't going to tell us about Pisces season? Well, no, because I went on Urban Dictionary and I found this thing called tuna hours. And apparently that means when a Pisces gets dumped and the hours after that is called tuna hours. Okay. It just, it didn't make any sense. Like, why? What? That's a thing? That could have counted. 
I'm leaving this in. Tuna hours. <laughs> Tuna hours, man, because Pisces, right? Because they're fish. Because they're fish. Perhaps this foghorn will answer your question. Yeah. Well, hey, um, it's not like you didn't bring anything to the table. I'm just saying. You were <laughs> and there is your phrase of the week. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a, Come on. I don't have anything for that. Um, yeah, man. So, you, you know what also we didn't do in the last podcast, Steph, was play some of Mark's uh, messages. Ooh, yeah. Manic Mark messages on Mondays. And uh, let's see. I've got one here. Nope. There we go. Okay. Since you're talking about musicians' sons and finding out that they're in some new band that you're enjoying... Uh, I'm going to chime in with, maybe you know this, I didn't know this until last week, uh, the band Inhaler, oh, yeah. the lead singer for the band mm-hmm. Inhaler is Bono from U2's son, had no clue, Yeah, like both bands a lot, now I know why. No, yeah, not, not to one-up you there, Mark, but yeah, we, we have discussed that on the show in the past, uh, real talented, freaking family, um, they're really good. Yeah, Inhaler. I remember the first time I heard Inhaler, I was just like, this sounds like you too. Did they come out with something? And then I had I looked up the song. I was like, no, it's a band called Inhaler. And so I did the, the search and it's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Bono's son. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a young Bono. It does. Like, you yeah. know, From young U2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of U2, <clears throat> they're going to be performing their Octane Baby which is one of their most famous albums. Okay. Yeah. And I think they might be doing a residency in Vegas soon. Uh-huh. So, can't wait for that. We can go catch them, maybe. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen... I've never seen you two. Oh, my God. They're good. Well, yeah, I can imagine they a bring lot of production all the songs. goes... Yeah. Yeah, goes into that. But they, if you just isolate all of their, like, huge singles, it's, it could make for a really good show, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's see what else he said. Okay, it's time for my eight-year-old man kind of rant here. Get out my fucking lawn type shit. God damn, you guys know too much about Pokemon <laughs> and all the characters and the shit that's happening. My God. Yeah, we do. We do. Well, I mean, oh, you... I fell asleep. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, we grew up with Pokemon. They, it, was, uh, it was a cartoon in the, mor- in the mornings, at least, for me, on, yeah. like, on UPN. Uh, right before you went to school, they played episodes there. And then on Saturdays, you got a new episode. And then uh, there was, of course, the, the Game Boy games, uh, the RPGs there. And I haven't been... I, I didn't keep up like most people did, uh, most people who love Pokemon. I think the most recent kind of thing that I did about Pokemon was Pokemon Go for those first few months. And then they started kind of outlawing people hanging out at like the police station to catch an Arbok or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> so um, that's probably the, the last thing I did that was Pokemon related. I, I do have a lot of the Pokemon cards, like the holographs. You got to keep holograph. those. They, they're in a binder safe in the garage right now. Um, it's, it's hard to let go almost. I, I, I have to know. I guess I'll have to know that they're worth like tons of money for me to actually maybe consider it. For now, I'm just I'm cool with just maybe keeping them in the, in the garage. You're going to have to pry these out of my cold, dead hands. Yep. <laughs> nice uh, Charlton Heston reference, Steph. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Yeah. Um, so that was that was the the ones that we didn't play the last podcast, and then he recently sent us these. Okay, I think that Universal missed the boat here. I mean, they are about making money and selling all those different bands and things like that. So, so that you don't lose your coins and, and you're compelled to oh. buy the other bands, why would they not let you create a user account? You just log in to that account when you're using a band. I don't know. Seems too simple. Dumbasses. Yeah, you know, and to be fair, Mark, we, we didn't look into that. Not going to lie. You probably could because you do have an account on your uh, Universal Studios app. So when you go visit the Super Nintendo world and and may, maybe today you want to be Luigi. Uh, but the last time you were like Yoshi. Um, the impression I got from using the app, as I discussed in the last podcast, was that um, you only, only that character that you're using, only that wristband that you have on, uh, can collect the certain coins and keep those certain coins there. What Mark is saying, which would be way more efficient, is if you end up collecting all these wristbands, you can just pour all your coins into this one bank. Yeah. And then you just choose your character. I didn't get the impression that you could do that on the app. No, you can't because um, when we first started using the wristbands, you scanned both of ours mm -hmm. and it automatically separated the two accounts. Yeah. So yeah. There, I, don't, there's no, I don't think there's an option to combine them. Yeah, which would, I guess it would be cool down the line to do something like that for people. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in the interest of making money, yes, I, I understand why they're doing it so that you can just buy, you know... If you end up splitting your coins, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to reach goals with that wristband and then spend more money. Yes, and visit Universal more often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know it's one of those things. And then he uh, he left us one more. Joe obviously doesn't know the rental cost of a U-Haul because he was borrowing his friend's trucks to move his shit. <laughs> yeah yeah and, <laughs> matter of fact it was a van not last time it was the the band van my band's van the one that we use for for band stuff uh gigs and such <laughs> i don't think i've ever rented a u-haul in my entire life he's, he's absolutely right you look for the friend with the truck in our case the van and that's uh that's how you move your shit i think the other day we were driving and we saw a Home Depot truck. Yeah, yeah. It said like seventy five dollars for the first. No, it was know, like 90. twenty bucks for the first hour. Oh, he, oh yeah, and then seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and then something like seventy something. It jumps up quite a bit. But if you can get everything, then cram it in that first hour. Actually, yes. it might have been like seventy five minutes. The first seventy five minutes, I think, is what it was. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it like takes like fifteen bucks. minutes just to load the truck and get off the lot. Just to fucking sign the paperwork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Time's ticking once they print it out. Yeah. You need to get the hell out of there. Oh, and then they can't find the keys. Oh, and you likely have to go gas it up. So there goes 15 minutes, you know? So you're already down 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So they're nice enough to add those 15 minutes and give you 75 minutes for the first 20 bucks. We are not, not endorsed by Home Depot. No. We're just saying this. No. Yeah. Anyway, that was, uh, oh yeah, I didn't even do the feedback or the, what do you call it? The, um, the effect here. Manic Mark Maple's messages on Mondays. Quadruple M. Right, right. And uh, you want to get into some, uh, some fatality before geeking out? You sure. All right. Fatality. 
So this week, oh, this one I have on my phone. Um, we had a few deaths, man. We had a few deaths. Tim McCarver passed away on February 15th. He was a former all-star catcher and Hall of Fame broadcaster. He died at age 81. Uh, here's a real notable one. Uh, she died on, on St. Valentine's Day on, on February 14th. Raquel Welsh passed away. Aww. Yeah, she was a Hollywood sex symbol, famous for her 1960s roles in uh, One Million Years B.C. and Fantastic Voyage. She died at age 82. Um, I think a lot of people claim to have like a lot of posters about her. I'm sure she was very hot. Yeah. 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 Uh, Arizona Cardinals announced the death of former Pro Bowl guard Conrad Dobler on Monday in Pueblo, Colorado. He was 72. Uh, he played with the, the Cardinals for quite a few years. Uh, here's a big one that was kind of out of nowhere, I guess. Uh, David Jolicoeur, member of hip-hop group De La Soul, dies at age 54. 54? Yeah. They confirmed uh, that reports on Sunday that he... Um, that he had passed away. I don't. Uh, oh, he he was battling congestive heart failure, living with a life vest machine affixed to his person. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That is, that's way too young. Yeah, and apparently they played a tribute, a hip hop tribute at the Grammy Awards when the Grammys happened, and he wasn't on stage with his fellow bandmates, and that's probably because he was bedridden at right. that point. Yeah, yeah. So now we know why he wasn't there. That's oh pretty God. sad. Yeah. Um, let's see here. And I think, uh, one of the last ones that I have here is Burt Bacharach. He's a legendary composer for Dionne Warwick, Dom Jones, Aretha Franklin. He died at age 94. He, uh, he was one of the prolific hit makers behind raindrops. Keep falling on my head, wishing and hopping. Uh, a house is not a home. What friends are for? He died on Wednesday. He was ninety-four. What the world needs now, I think. Yeah, is one of his songs. Is this another one. Mm-hmm. So you like, we're a lot of that style. Wow. That you people don't write like that anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, Richard Belzer. You know this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, from Law and Order SVU. He was seventy-eight. He was a comedian and actor, best known for playing um, Detective John Munch across a number of NBC crime dramas, including Law and Order, SVU, over more than two decades. He was 78, man. Um, he, he acted like he was much younger, so he, he was very youthful, mm-hmm. you know, when he was uh, doing uh, interviews and even when he played his characters on, on Law and Order, so... Uh, so yeah, man, those are those are this week's fatalities. Fatality. Let's get into some geeking out, shall we? Let's go. I forgot something, Steph. I forgot uh, uh, that the Fallen Electric has some shows coming up. Oh. Yeah. So the next two that we got coming out in March, we're going to be at the September's Tap Room and Eatery in Rancho Cucamonga on the 4th of March. That's a Saturday. We've gone at 7.30. We've been there before. It's actually the first time we played a September's. I think they, they booked us at four of their venues already. Mm-hmm. And that was the first one that we checked out and played at in, what was it, November or December? It was around Christmas time. You were there. Uh, it was December. Hmm. I think it was like your last show or something. Of the year? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, one of our favorite places to play, uh, even though I don't go as often as I should or would like to, we're back at Brewery X in Anaheim, man, on March 11th. That one's going to be an early afternoon. We're on from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And um, the booker there, he hit me up the other day out of the blue, and he's telling me that I I should go maybe uh, sometime midweek to go check it out because uh, there's, there's like, I guess, a new stage, new lighting. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited to see what they got in store for us there. But um, it's always a fun spot. They have great food. The pizza that they're making there on site now oh, is ha, bomb ha, as ha, ha, yeah. fuck. If you like a good pizza, I guess you can request pineapple if you're some kind of fucking monster. <laughs> see, you even made you? you made you sneeze. Excuse me. Um, but, the, but the beers are out of control there. You can't go wrong with their beers. Yes. Yeah. Their beers are excellent. Yeah. I miss going there. We used to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like once a month, they would. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, what do you got for? Oh, actually, <laughs> Josh <laughs> was complaining that we uh, through text messages. He was sending us some text messages complaining that we were complaining about the Momoa either playing Lobo or the um, or Aquaman again. No, first of all, he I think he started off with this is the third episode in a row where we bring up Jason Momoa. So let's keep this shit going. So on the fourth episode. <laughs> yeah, in a row where we bring up Momoa. You're welcome, you fucking. <laughs> DC has addressed the rumors that Momoa will play Lobo, the intergalactic bounty hunter, and Gun and Saffron made it clear that this would not happen until after Momoa was done with Aquaman. Despite considerable speculation to the contrary, they said Jason will not play two characters. So this has been Momoa watch. (laughs) (laughs) So he didn't have to choose between the two. Momoa watch 2023. No, I I don't know. I mean, at least right now they're saying that he's not going to play both characters like at the same time. So they're likely going to either wait for him to be done with Aquaman, which is going to be happening soon. They only really wanted to. They want a trilogy, right? And they only have one out so far. They want a trilogy? That's what I heard. Holy shit. Let me look this shit up. We can up. talk about this next week. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, oh. no, you can look it up. I don't care. But, um, but yeah, there's your Momoa watch there. Uh, uh, yes, they want a trilogy. Do they I, want a trilogy? Yeah. Know. This is a great pod. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I can't find anything on that. Where are you getting this information? That's what I've heard, and that's why they want to bring him back. Heard from who? From the news and the nerdy shit, the geeky news shit, man. (laughs) Source it or it didn't happen. All right, whatever. Maybe maybe we'll talk about it next week. Okay, to be continued. (laughs) Also, you brought this uh, to my attention. I know we were just talking about the the superb owl Mm. in the intro here. And uh, Steph, you brought something up, that, and it's been kind of going around. Uh, you sent this to me through Instagram. I think Josh sent this to me. Okay. Well, what is it? It is the interview after the Super Bowl with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and then this is where people started to realize, because I guess people didn't really pay attention too much, but he, he really sounds like Kenny Powers. Right. From, uh, from that HBO show. Eastbound um, and Down. Yep. 
Yeah, from back in the day. How long ago was that show on and popular? That was like almost 10 years ago. That was when, because uh, it, it was on right after... Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords, when, when that was a thing. And I think, I think it only had like two or three seasons, mm-hmm. but... We stopped watching after like a season and a half, huh? We didn't finish it. No, we didn't finish it because I think at the time, like... Um, Something else came out. It's either that or uh, like I got rid of cable for whatever reason. Oh, uh, that's, that could that's have been it. most likely what happened. But right. Eastbound and Down is about Kenny Powers and how he was like this famous baseball player that kind of fucked up his life. Pitcher, yeah. Drugs, hose, yeah. cocaine. And then it's funny because in the show he says, I had to get a job just so the government can garnish my paycheck. <laughs> yep, that's what... Uh, but anyway, um, they so they did a quick mashup of that, and that we thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, no. So we started off. They actually threw a nice uh, party for us at the hotel. The chain smokers came through. DJ Khaled came through. Um, I have the goddamn the spoon homes. man from the Soundgarden video. And this is Kenny Powers. Shit. No way. Oh yeah, I'm talking six grills burning at all times. Tiki torches, three whole pigs, fucking shitloads of macaroni and cheeses, baked potatoes, collard greens, oh. a horse, fucking Puerto Rican chicks. Showing their pussies and tits off everywhere. Um, you can't beat that, man. That's every genre of music you need right there. Please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy. It's the same guy. He should have his own Eastbound and Down spinoff. That's what I'm saying. Nah, man. You can't beat Candy Powers. All right. Well. La Flama Blanca, dude. <laughs> That's what they call him. Yeah. The White Flame. <laughs> Uh, I also wanted to talk about John Wick 4. Some news came out as to how long the runtime is going to be. Um, did, can, are you going to be able to sit through uh, John Wick Chapter 4 clocking in at 2 hours and 49 minutes, Steph? Hell yeah. No, that's with the credits. So it's probably going to end up being like two and a half hours because credits these days are like 20 minutes long, right? Right. Yeah. And, you know, but, but, but if you got to stick around until the end of these credits, then yes. The entire runtime will actually take a um, take up the whole time there. So two hours and forty nine minutes. You're gonna have to get up to pee, or not, I'm gonna have to do my avatar method and not drink any liquids that day. Just dehydrate just yourself. Dehydrate and just show up like a raisin. Eat a lot of salt. <laughs> right. I'm all pruned up. Get up, get up in that sauna. Not drink. A, I'm just gonna die of a stroke. Because <laughs> I don't have any water left in me. You know what? It's pretty easy to s- sit through uh, a two and a half, almost three hour movie these days because that's about the average runtime for these movies now. And we get through it. Well, why do you think that is? Is it because not enough movies are being made like before? Because everything's going to streaming now? I think it just has to do with the content. Like people want more detail to their story. Mm. So that goes along with more dialogue. Yeah. So you're going to have just as a consequence of that, you're going to have a longer runtime. If you don't want to make like a mini series on one of the streaming platforms. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're making way more John Wicks than I ever thought they were going to make. I think they, they've got enough to make like over 15, I heard. What the fuck? They have like a shit ton of story arcs that they can get through. Additionally, uh, the spinoff of the ballerinas is going to be coming out soon. 
And I, I don't know mm. if they've talked about how John Wick is going to play a role in that movie. I don't know if he's going to make a cameo. It'd be dope if he did. Because he already fucked with them when he beat the shit out of them, remember? And yeah. John Wick, well, I forget if it was two or three. I th- Might have been the most recent one, right? it was three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But apparently this chapter four is going to see him uh, pretty much going all over the world. He's going to go to New York, Paris, Osaka, to Berlin, um, some Parisian sites. So this is going to be a crazy-ass movie. He's just going to be kicking ass all over the world. What do you think about that, Steph? Oh, I can't wait to see... Uh, it sounds like it. I can't wait to see what happens because the scenes where in the previous John Wicks, like, they're just amazing. Like that fight scene in the in the club or the fight scene where... Uh, where were they? They were... I think they were on top, on like a rooftop or something mm-hmm. or a building and that's where they had that um, tactical dog do all those <laughs> yeah. moves. Yeah. Like yeah. just those different scenes. Oh, my God. They're I love all very it. I love creative. the action. They're all very creative. And it's, um, you know, instead of Kung Fu, they're, go- they're calling John Wick Gun Fu. Gun Fu. <laughs> you got something right there? Um, so I'm looking at, I had to look up the ballerina. And let's see. It's ballerinas, uh, isn't it? No, it's the ballerina. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Uh, what about it? The film is now universally known concept of a former assassin going on a revenge-fueled rampage. Oh, wait. No, that's just the premise of... Yeah. Isn't that what we just said? Yeah. Is there a trailer? The ballerina... Oh, it's just going to be called ballerina. Not the ballerina. Or okay. ballerinas. Oh, my bad. Ballerina is currently in production. Um, so there's no trailer yet. And it's possible that we can... Who's the star, does it say? We don't even know that yet. I have no idea. This this website sucks, dude. <laughs> does the ballerina have a release date? Uh, the Oh, the Continental is set to premiere as oh, well. Oh, that's a thing. That's right. I'm more excited for that one, actually. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Welcome to the Continental. That one... Um, that's about the hotel, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. I wonder if John Wick's going to do a cameo there. Oh, my God, I had to scroll all the way to the bottom of this page. What is the plot of the ballerina? This thing's worse than a recipe. Right? Um. Like, just tell me how to make the fucking recipe. Don't give me your life story about why it's important. And it's so fluid. And like, it's just, it's the worst. Re- going through these fucking recipes online. Oh, Jesus. You get like three pages of this person's like life story. And you got to really scroll. And then by the time you've done scrolling, you've gone too far. And I'm not even hungry anymore. I don't want this recipe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a woman who has some very difficult circumstances and who is looking for revenge. Whoever killed her, someone like... What? Whoever killed her, someone killed her father. Who wrote this? Oh, my God. It sucks so bad. Anyway, it's pretty much... It's just a... Fucking female John Wick. English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Oh, I speak it, but this person does not know how to write it. What what website is this? What are you even using? Why'd you click on it? Collider? Oh, yeah. They're supposed to be pretty reputable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not today. I still don't know who's going to be playing Ballerina. Maybe it hasn't been announced. I I think you should give up on this. But they're filming it. I don't know what to tell (laughs) you. 
Oh my God. How about Googling that? How about Googling that, Steph? You're just going to keep staring at the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Ana de Armas. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was just married. She was uh, blonde. God she was damn just, it. She just this did that. sucks. This website sucks. I'm all at the bottom of the page before I get the answers to my question. Anyway. Like and subscribe. This was uh, not prepared at all. No. And I can hear Josh clenching his steering wheel, shaking it violently as we're going through this because he's just like, you guys never prepare. It's fine. Listen, all I know is that the reason we didn't go see Ant-Man and the Wasp yesterday was because I saw the tomato meter at 47%. And I'm like, are we going to waste these tickets? Because we got free AMC tickets. Are we going to waste these tickets on a bad movie? And then I saw the audience score, Steph, is going up at 84. Yeah, the audience so, really likes it. So, I, you want to read some of these uh, critic reviews? Because uh, I think it, it might have to do something with no. just them kind of checking out of the whole Marvel thing. No, you, you know... You think they're pretty uppity about it now? I don't read any of the Rotten Tomato scores or the reviews because I'm still going to watch it anyway. And, like, I don't let that influence my ratings because we all know how i rate movies a dire and crummy movie one of the worst <laughs> ever produced by marvel was said by steven silver after an encouraging start quantumania succumbs to mediocrity when it had the chance to propel the mcu forward effectively jonathan majors is great but the movie is anything but said matt hudson of what i watched tonight uh, let's see. Let's go with a top critic. Wendy Ide of The Observer from the UK. The film's main asset is John Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. His performance with his velvet soft line deliveries and unfathomable, unfathomable boundless rage is the magnetic core of this innocent effects dump of a movie. Damn. All right. Well, this, this person, uh, Victor Lopez, give it a fresh score without apparently greater errors than... It, that entertain and offer a different experience within the r recent moth-eaten offer of Marvel Studios. Ant-Man and the Wasp sets a fantastic star for Phase 5. Wow, that was half-ass. Honestly, I don't know who these people are, and I don't really care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, we're still going to see it. But yes, yes, Steph. But I just didn't want to waste the free tickets. Uh, no, I get it. Mm -hmm. But now having read that, are you going to take those people's criticisms into consideration and then already yeah, have these preconceived notions yes, that this Because they're all saying suck. the same thing, Steph. Now, if they were all saying different things, then yeah, I'd be like, okay, yeah, they're all full of shit. But it seems like they all kind of came to the same conclusion. That, that Morbius was a good movie is what they're saying. <laughs> so we're just saying shit now. We're just saying crazy shit into the microphone now so is that what this podcast i am a highly <laughs> rated critic on this show okay <laughs> and my opinions are valid this is what happens everybody <laughs> this is what happens when you let them have an opinion hey steph did you have anything else for geeking out <laughs> crunk on earth. <laughs> oh crunk on earth we just finished it's watching crunk. there's no r crunk on earth What'd you think I said? Crunk? No, I didn't say crunk. Oh, that's not what I heard. And that's not what you said. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> All right. So tell us about Kunk on Earth. So this is Jesus. Kunk on Earth. <laughs> <clears throat> is a British mockumentary uh, that's on Netflix, and it is what five episodes? Yeah, they're just over thirty minutes it's long. It's about this character, uh, Philomena Kunk, and she is fucking stupid. And uh, somebody gives her a show to interview people to tell uh, to talk about history. It's a history show, history of the Earth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. She talks about like human history and and when history began. As soon as history began, you know, like with the first writings, and she kind of takes us through, you know, per- different important periods of of the world, like the Renaissance and the Industrial Revolution and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does it, I guess, in the if you ask me, it's in using it. You going through it through the eyes of a kindergartner. Yes. And asking these questions and even injecting your own opinion and having a fit when other people's facts get in the way of that. She reminds me so much of you when you have a few beers and you just start questioning everything. And you and oh my God. But she's so it's serious. So, yeah. You are too. <laughs> and it, but she's doing it probably sober. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a yeah. character. That's yeah. not even a real name. She's no, I know. She's a comedian. Yeah, it's kind of like how the Stephen Colbert character is equivalent to, you know, to that. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, what, what I meant was the uh, the Stephen Colbert character. Um, uh, Colbert Report. The Colbert Report. The, right. That was his name, right? Yes. The Colbert. Stephen Colbert was his character. Yes. Right? Or is it Colbert? People call him Colbert. But he just did that on the show. That's his name. Right. Anyway, here's an example of Kunk. Just look at this 14th century painting of Jesus having his fateful tea party. The dimensions are all wrong. The room's squashed up so it looks like it's happening in the lid of a cardboard box. Jesus is twice as big as the others. So it looks like he's enjoying an intimate dinner with some schoolboys. Not a good look. But da Vinci's reboot of the same painting is a different story. He knew how to perspective the fuck out of things. Look at the angles of the walls in The Last Supper and the table there. You almost feel like you could crawl inside it and betray Jesus yourself. (laughs) So she she always says like some off the wall (laughs) shit like that. And then she has a recurring bit that we're not going to talk about here. We're Mm -mm. going to let like every episode she finds a way to inject this bit in there that takes a while. It kind of goes on that tangent for like a minute and a half until it just kind of (laughs) cuts from it and gets back to business as usual. But it's like the way she does it, it's so seamless. Yeah. Like she's just going to give you another example of history. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Pretty funny. The production value is... It's kind of like you're watching, superb. yeah. It's kind of like you're watching a, a a real like BBC documentary. That's how it's filmed, like super serious. They get like real fucking professionals and historians to that she interviews, and then she gets into tiffs with and asks ridiculous questions with the straightest face you can imagine. <laughs> and they are also just standing there. Probably, I mean, probably they're given a heads up before they decide to do it. Oh, I bet that they're gonna have to answer some stupid questions. But they're there with the straight face, really trying to answer her questions the best way they can, without judgment either, because they want to keep the, everybody's a straight man. Yes, in this. They want to keep their professionalism and try to answer her as best they can. Mm-hmm. But you can see them right before they answer. They kind of take like a breath 
And I do that little squint like she fucking serious? <laughs> well, well, no, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like you're talking to a, a mentally challenged person that is just saying things in the mic. Yeah. As we've observed today on the podcast. <laughs> mean. No. Oh, <laughs> Stand by what I said. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what else you got? Uh oh, you uh let's go over a brief uh review of what's gonna be released this week. Oh which yeah. is cocaine bear. Oh, that's already coming out? Yeah, Friday. That's exciting. Uh that's Ray Liotta's last movie before he passed away, right? That's right, that's yeah. right. Elizabeth Banks was the di- director for this movie She's as doing well. A lot of directing now. When I hope she I hope she gets better. <laughs> yeah. With I'm, cocaine bear at least. I'm excited for this, you know, dumb funny movie. Yeah. Um, also, if you are fans of the show Luther, um, oh, what was that about? It is about. Um, hold on, you uh, watched it? No, but it's like a detective story and oh. starring Idris Elba. Oh, okay. okay. So Luther, the Fallen Son, is a two-hour rated R movie um, that mm. is actually a continuation of. The, the television series? saga yeah oh cool so they actually made a feature-length film so if you're fans yeah. of the show okay um check it out all right and that had Idris Elba in it too yes so it's just so, a yeah. direct continuation yeah interesting um let's see that's now playing or, or that's coming out on friday also there's a couple war movies bunker and ambush Oh, so what are those about? Uh, bunker, bunker is about trapped in a bunker uh, during World War One. A group of soldiers are faced with an ungodly presence that slowly turns them against each other. Ooh! Oh, it sounds like a, like a like a thriller horror type of movie. Oh yeah, horror suspense thriller okay. comes out Friday. That sounds interesting. And then the next, maybe they're losing their minds because they're stuck in a bunker in World War One. It could be. That could be it. Uh, or, or could be a monster. I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. And then Aaron Eckhart is back in the movie Ambush, uh, which is about an hour and 44 minutes. This is a short movie. Okay. Um, also opens Friday, action pack, a uh, Vietnam War epic. What, what, uh, what do we know Aaron Eckhart from? The Dark Knight. Two-Face. Oh, duh. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for smoking. All thank you shit. for smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm like, why does that name sound so familiar? Of course. So those are the... Hang on my face. <laughs> Ye- year of the dog that one's been out hasn't it opens friday it says an hour and 35 minutes uh loner alcoholic at rock bottom struggles to maintain sobriety for 30 days so he can honor his mother's dying wish to visit her in hospice sober um <laughs> the man and dog relationship is a precarious is precarious at first but with the help of a close-knit montana community the two strays find a connection and discover what it takes to pull through the to the finish line. Looks like this is a little tearjerker. A little feel good movie. Sounds like a nice happy ending. Hope so. Some but friends his become mom, enemies. You know, enemies it already said. It already said his mom is in hospice, so somebody's not going to make it. Unless he puts like a pillow on her face. The dog. The dog does it. Well, no, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, the dog <laughs> puts a <laughs> smothers the poor bitch. Um, 
Is that it? Is that, is that all? No, really no there's a whole bunch of movies. I'm just okay. selecting a couple. Okay. What is this linoleum? Linoleum. Jim Gaffigan. Oh, shit. He's back. Cameron Edwin, uh, played by Jim Gaffigan, is the host of a failing children's science TV show called Above and Beyond. Kind of like a Bill Nye mm-hmm. thing. He's going through a midlife crisis and plans to rebuild a machine into his dream rocket. Um, he slowly starts to piece events together, ultimately reveal that there's more to life than the story he once thought. Midlife right. crisis movie? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. I guess he's the man for the job. Yeah. Interesting. I've never heard of any of these. Like, are they even trying to promote them? Or am I just not looking anymore? Is, it, uh, the, is you that know what, what it is? Are we just really into our streaming platforms? We don't watch any advertisements anymore. And so a lot of these advertisements... Yeah, we do when, whenever we watch something on like YouTube or we scroll through like Instagram yeah, or something. But those There's are, an ad. But those are ads for like... Shit I just s- talked about, like a cast iron? Yeah, like whatever is in your algorithm. And what's on YouTube, it's going to be the same two or three, I don't know like grocery or you know protect yourself against covid type of thing mm-hmm. it's always like the same repetitive stuff but the actual movies that are you know that they have the trailers you're gonna see those from like the sling or a lot of people still have cable so you're gonna see that there too yeah i guess you're right and Just regular commercials yeah and radio we don't listen to that anymore that's true hmm so a lot of these advertisements we skip. I mean, the only reason that we're coming across them is because we follow the movie theaters. Yeah. And we get updates. Watch. Everybody listening to is also now going to get something about a cast iron skillet in their Instagram feed. Like, it better be worth it. <laughs> I do need one. I do need one. Mm-hmm. My birthday is coming up, Steph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better work on that. I'm working on it. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, for geeking out, man. Nerd! And and the show and the show. I think uh, it's going to be a short one this week. Uh, not for nothing. You know, we're preparing for uh, we're, we have a guest coming up next week. Yes. Or is that the following week? We have uh, a band. Suter. Suter. That is coming up on the 28th. Oh, okay. okay. Suter is so coming we're, out we're, on the 28th. Well, no, well, we're interviewing them on the 28th. So oh. that, that will be out on the 6th. So we got a little bit ways to go for them. In two weeks. Really like their music. So stick around for that one. Um, and uh, I don't know. We'll get more bands, I suppose, on the show. We just got to reach out. Maybe old friends. Well, you know who else is coming out with an album uh, at the beginning of summer is Mer- uh, Black Mercy Riffs. Need to get them on the show. I'm, I'm a big fan of them. They're local to uh-huh. us here in Ontario. I think they're out of more like the San Gabriel Valley area. Uh, I could be completely wrong. Maybe they're out of here, the the Inland Empire area. They're around the area. He had no idea. I just know that they play around here. They um, are from they, Southern California. They are a uh, a healthy radius from us, uh, reachable, drivable radius mm. from us. Um, and uh, they play like this high octane rock and roll man. Um, it's hard to describe now these days. Back in the day, you can put them in there with like ACDC and, and all those cool like heavy hitting bands. They're not like ACDC, but you kind of like a motorhead ACDC kind of uh, kind of vibe going on there. Can you say ACDC one more time? ACDC. And what does that stand for? I, I don't know. It's, it's an electrical current thing. 
Steph. Antichrist Demon Corps. Yeah! <laughs> I thought the Catholics invented that. Did they? Yeah, I don't think that's what ACDC means. As, as far as like the band is concerned. No. no <laughs> Antichrist. Antichrist what? Demon Corps. Demon Corps. <laughs> they are nothing like that. No, I know. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I get don't it. ruin it. No, I'm not ruining it. It's because, you know, they do have the, the devils. I, I didn't ruin it. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so very much for listening into the FUBAR show. And a special thanks to you, Foos, who subscribe, rate, and review and share the pod with your fellow Foos. Remember to pick up some swag at FUBARshow.com. That's FWOBARshow.com. And follow FWOBARshow on our socials. And then we'll foo it up like a couple of Foos. Getting over some strep. You couldn't tell this whole episode. Anyway, um, don't be a dick, right? Oh, yeah. I've been Josie. That's it. Don't be a dick. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys.